0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Building Our Power. This is Gabby and Kate. And we're back with another episode. Guys, make sure you uh, hit us up on our social media so you have something to say at Building Our PWR. Today is going to be a laid back episode for us personally. Um, we actually have a podcast. We are podcast guests on The People Coalition. And we'll definitely send that out when their episode releases. And we have a um, episode, an interview following this, where about some uh, race based discrimination she has faced in Ireland, which I didn't know nothing about, you know. Uh, And that will be after this. Before we get to the interview, though, we did want to leave you all with a couple of uh, literature recommendations, media recommendations, uh, to help you along your leftist uh, radical journey.
1: Yeah, so I'll go ahead and start. Uh, What I would like to recommend to you guys is one of my very favorite uh, websites. And if you follow us on Twitter, uh, at BillNRPWR, then uh, you will know that I recommend this quite often to a lot of people, um, but it's called the theanarchistlibrary.org. Uh, there isn't just anarchy type stuff on there. If you go, there's a search bar. You can type in the word communism. You can type in liberation. You can type in literally anything, and it'll come up with articles written by people way back in the in the olden days, and then articles written by people uh, more recently in regards to how they would uh, or how they view anarchy, communism, etc. It's really really accessible because it's just text. It's not a PDF. It's not anything along those lines. It's really easy to read and really pretty pretty simple for anybody to go on and research and look through. Um, definitely recommend them. Outside of also going to. Um, Wikipedia. I know a lot of people like we're, we stray so far away from Wikipedia, but it's because it it literally just combines a whole bunch of books into one, essentially. Every single Wikipedia article, if you scroll down to the very, very bottom, there's a list of sources, and I definitely recommend going through those sources if you do decide to open up maybe, like, the propaganda article on Wikipedia or literally anything because it'll give you good books and it'll give you good resources in order to to go through. So um, what about you, Gabby? Do you have anything that you yourself would like to recommend to the peoples? Yes,
0: mine are YouTube channels. Um... I have been listening to Blood in My Eye by George Jackson, and I like to read, but a lot of times, especially when I had to work, it was a lot to have to sit down and read and sit out that time, so I have found a YouTube channel called Black Flag Audiobooks that have audiobooks of leftist uh, books, zines, and uh, just pamphlets and other materials uh, very good and informative stuff, and, uh, um, also introduced me to all types of writers and all types of, uh, people like that. As real as a YouTube channel called Real Black, R-E-E-L Black, it's not necessarily all leftist black content, but, uh, it does have black historical, uh, archives on there, that's where we saw some of that footage from the, uh, the Freedom March from Memphis to Canton, Mississippi. So it's a lot of good info there. Um, and of course, we always gotta hit you up know, Afro-Marxists for always coming in clutch with that uh black leftist content. Um, historical stuff. That's really what I'm trying to focus on. Like theory's good. I like theory, but I just want to know also what didn't happen. Right. So I like a lot of archival footage. So definitely we'll put all those links in in the bottom uh was there anything else you wanted to recommend no that's it all right so now we have our interview with allison today is a special episode we have a guest with us um who would like to uh spread awareness about something that uh she's going through her name is allison and uh we'd like her to introduce herself and uh we'll start there and then we'll get more into uh her case
2: Hello yes i'm allison um, Mcdonald, and um as you can hear, I'm American, but I live here in Ireland, so anyway, thank you for having me on
0: yeah of course of course of course we're we're always uh happy to help uh, spread you know, spread the word spread
2: word and
0: <laughs> and speak out against injustice and all this stuff capitalism all this stuff of course um So, uh, do you mind telling us a little bit about, like, generally uh, what has occurred with you and uh, the company that you work for as far as the discrimination and everything?
2: So, um, I filed, I used to work for a company called VMware. They are a a tech company and um, uh, headquartered out of California. I, I used to work for a company, so I used to work for them. And I um, filed a racial discrimination lawsuit against them in, at the end of 2019. And um, I'm currently going through appeals, but I live in, I, so I live in Ireland. I was working at their Irish campus and um, I had uh, a qualified, or excuse me, I had applied for a job, um, it was a promotion and it was a directorship of which I believe I, and I still believe, <laughs> I was um, qualified for, but um, I didn't even get an interview. I wasn't shortlisted. Uh, the person who was shortlisted and who got the job um, eventually, um, I do not believe, uh, I <laughs> I did not believe and I still do not believe um, she was as qualified as me. The, um, the only thing I feel like she had that I didn't have or surpassed past um, I were not the same color she's a white woman I'm a black woman Uh, so so yeah so this is why I filed my lawsuit against VMware and uh, this yeah this is why I decided to file the lawsuit against VMware because of um, because of the denial of that promotion
0: right And so we've been reading your article or the article that uh, Socialist MMA posted. Um, And so pretty much the company's saying, like, you have no no evidence that we discriminated against you based on race. Which, I mean, for these people, you would pretty much have to have a video recording of them saying, you know... uh, so i mean so can you go into detail about like what they're claiming their excuse is for not even giving you an interview
2: so um i i it was printed in the article but one of their rebuttals to my claim was that you know quote unquote they're not a and i'm using air quotes here they're not a racist company because they have um uh i think they said a thousand different um ethnicities and nationalities or something like that, which is, again, hilarious to me because anyone who knows anything even basic about race knows that race is not the same as ethnicity, it's not the same as nationality. So this is why, for example, my current legal team, my current legal team, uh, the lawyer is um, black as well. Her and I are both the same race, but we are not the same ethnicity. Right. She is of Nigerian descent and I'm a black American. So this, we're not even the same ethnicity. <laughs> so right. whilst we're the same race, we're just not the same ethnicity. So this again, I felt like was, um, sorry, <laughs> I felt that it was, this would have never, this would have never, this wouldn't have flown in the U.S. That, you know, that reasoning wouldn't have flown because at least most people in the U.S. have a basic understanding of the difference between nationality, race, and ethnicity. But, but I feel like here, because this is a 94% white country, they don't. Yeah, it's 94%. And they don't, I mean, I've had things that have happened to me that I really feel like Ireland is what I could imagine 1950s, 1960s USA was. Um, Wow. Like my car tire, my tire has been slashed. Um, I've been, I'm the only black person in the area I live in, in my little neighborhood. Um, My car tire has been slashed. They've been um, they've uh, some of my neighbors have, um, you know, you know, basically, you know, reported us saying that we abuse our dog. We let our dog outside. What? Yeah. I mean, just crazy stuff. We let our dog yeah. into walk around the city. What are you talking about? I don't even <laughs> I mean, because it's laughable to me and other black people because it's like, yeah y'all know we don't do that with our dogs like our dogs stay in our house or on a leash. like we don't do that with our dogs you know what i mean um but anyway so i mean i've had and i've all kinds of things even when i for example have gone into interviews you know i've when they've spoken to me on the phone we've had a telephone interview you know, I'm perfect for the job, they see my resume, I'm absolutely perfect for the job, you know, it's like the job was written for you, you know? And, uh, oh, you have a very Irish sounding name and stuff like that. But as soon as I go in there and they see that I'm a black person, magically somebody else has come up that's the perfect fit for the job <laughs> or, um, or, you know, they'll. I love the the excuse of, oh, well, you have such an Irish. I thought you were Irish. No, you didn't because you spoke to me on the phone. You knew I was an Irish. I know what right. they mean by that. By the way, it's obvious what they <laughs> <Right>. mean by <laughs> that. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, I digress. But the the rebuttal that they had was that they, they couldn't be racist. Excuse me. They couldn't be racist because they have all these different nationalities and different ethnicities, which again is ridiculous because an ethnicity or a nationality of white people, of different white people is the crux of my argument. I wasn't high, I felt like I wasn't hired or promoted because of my race, not because of my ethnicity, because it's an American company. So it has nothing to do with my ethnicity, you know? Um, It has to do with my race. That's what I felt and that's why I filed the lawsuit.
0: So what was the demographic of your job, like as far as race goes?
2: I was the only black person in the building. What? Yeah.
0: The way they were saying it, I was like, okay, well they got all types of folks up in there, but now you've, you've decoded it. And yeah, they said uh, has there's 54
1: different nationalities speaking 46 different languages, and it's <laughs> recognized for its cultural diversity, whatever that means.
2: Exactly, exactly. And cultural diversity, again, when you're uh, discussing, especially a place like Ireland, cultural diversity is um, a French white person, an English white person. <laughs> um a polish white person but these are all ethnicities of white the race white you know so i mean that was and i laughed out loud honestly when i read that because it was like well they're not even the same thing and again that goes to my point of this is why i filed the lawsuit because i was the only black person in the building i i am a highly skilled I'm not just a highly skilled black person. I'm a highly skilled person. So I wasn't even good enough to get an interview.
1: I think it's um, interesting because it is VMware, right? So that's a tech company. And so we even talk about sometimes like how black people are almost 99.9% of the time passed up in tech anyway. So it's like... That's just something else to add to it. Like, of course they're going to do that. Of course they're going to be discriminatory towards you.
0: Well, you know, what's crazy is, I mean, we're going on a tangent. But, you know, like, now they're, like, in the uh, inner city schools and uh, public schools. They try to push for black people to go into STEM. But they don't even tell you, like, what to look forward to when you get up in there. It's supposed to be, like, a, a, not a get-rich-quick card, but something that's supposed to help you move on up, but they don't tell you if it's predominantly white, you got to move or whatever, you got a lot of discrimination to face because you may be
2: one of like two or by yourself. Exactly. And also I think, you know, because I remember um, Nick uh, from Fred Hampton Leftist, um, he had tweeted about my um, case, the article and he had said you know black people need to jump over the moon in order to get somewhere in life and this is and this is the whole crux and this is the whole issue surrounding black excellence that we need to be absolutely impeccable we need to be superhumans in order to get even a slice of what the most mediocre white person has yeah. and it's it's infuriating because i did all the things i was supposed to do you know i was told You got to go to school. You, you know, I was told, well, if you, you know, go to these countries and learn all these languages, then, you know, you'll, you won't have any problem getting a job. Um, All of these things. I did every single thing I was told to do. And the end of the day is, or the issue at the end of the day is, I'm just not white. So I'm never going to have these. I'm never going to have the things I should have had. If this, if I had been a white man, if I had been born a white man, and I had attained all the things that I've attained as a black woman, I would be, You'd be VP. A CEO somewhere. Exactly. I'd be <laughs> CEO. Exactly. I, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Right. You know? And I mean, this is also the other reason why I decided to file the lawsuit against VMware. Because I'm tired of this happening to people like us. I'm tired of it happening to, you know, LGBTQ plus people. I'm tired of it happening to all people of color. I'm tired of it happening to people that have a disability. I'm tired of us being constantly shut out of what we should already, what what should be ours, what we should be able to be a part of. And this is why I decided to, I've already said it before, but this is why I decided to basically take one for the team kind of thing, you know, because we're all in this boat together. We all have to deal with this at varying levels. And so that's why I decided to file the lawsuit against VMware. Um, and this is not, the, I'm not the first person as well to do this, you know? Oh, really? Uh, oh, VMware has, in 2019, there was um, a lawsuit against VMware by a woman, uh, filed by a woman by the name of Sandy Vasquez. She filed the lawsuit because uh, um, allegedly she was denied a job because of her DACA. She was a DACA recipient. And um, I don't know where the case is at right now, but that was in 2019. Um, also, um, their former their former CEO, Pat Gelsinger, went on, um, it was called, the, I think it was something Cup of Joe or something like that. I forgot the name of the show but um basically he said and i'm paraphrasing he basically said you know we recognize that we have a problem with these numbers here you know and we're going to do everything we can to raise diversity but the thing is you can say all that you want you can say whatever you want oh yeah but on the ground if you're not doing it it's all empty it's all empty because at the time that i was working at vmware less than three percent of the workforce globally was black what? yeah crap. and globally, globally. Jesus. less than and also less than 1.5 percent was um of management was black globally so Same. i already knew that i wasn't going to get that yeah I mean, I could have been the Beyonce of of the deck, you know? I wasn't ever going to get that, you know? But see, also the thing is, at least in Ireland, their understanding of diversity is just a white person with different color hair. No. Yes, (laughs) or a white woman. This is their understanding of diversity. When from the from the school of thought that we come from, diversity actually means diversity, i.e. you come from a different country, you're a different race, you're a different ethnicity, you know, um, uh, all these things, different gender, all of these things means true diversity to us. But for them, it's, for example, um, the job was in Cork, Ireland, and for them, diversity would be um, an Irish person that came from Dublin an Irish white woman that came from Dublin. That's diversity what? That's not diversity for me because diversity is true diversity of thought and if you grew up in the same situation in the same culture as This other person then that's not true diversity Literally. Exactly, so so
0: I guess if that's how they think I can't even their their laws around. are, like, mm-hmm. totally different. Like, as far as what's discrimination and what's not.
2: Well, I mean,
0: <laughs>
2: so Ireland is, um, Ireland is, okay, so a third of the Irish workforce is employed by American companies. Yeah. Huh. So So, um, and I'm saying that because this is, American companies are their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, so what uh, in the 80s and the 90s, it was called the Celtic Tiger. We call it Celtic Tiger, but they call it the Celtic Tiger. And so basically it was all these American companies, they had, had enticed American companies to come over to Ireland because Ireland was dirt poor, I mean dirt poor. Mm. So um, like outhouses, dirt poor, okay? Mm. So Ireland, it, they had never really been able to um, to to come out of from under, or excuse me, come out from under English uh, colonialism and oppression. Okay, right. So, um, so what the architects of basically the Celtic Tiger did is they enticed American companies to come over here, and they did that by um, offering American companies zero tax to do business here. Ooh. Okay. So and this is known. I'm not saying anything that's not known. Okay, yeah. don't worry. I'm not going to have to move out of Ireland. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying anything that no that people don't know. Anyway, so by enticing American companies to come here, Irish, um, the I, um, the Irish, for example, their life expectancy raised to um, the age of uh, most Western countries. So about 75 years. So that's how much of an impact that American companies have had here. So their laws, going back to your question, their laws are very much pro-employer, especially if that employer is an American company. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Now you have to, again, um, it has to be a situation where it is so I mean, this, to be honest, my situation is so obvious, but it has to be like, you know, somebody coming in in a Klan outfit, really, at this point, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It has to be so obvious, them basically saying, we don't hire N-words, you know what yeah. I mean, kind of thing, for them to to say, okay, this was ob- This was discrimination. And it's it's almost a situation of plausible deniability, you know? If yeah. you know, if they didn't come in in the Klan outfit, if they didn't mm. say the N word to you to your face, um, then or if the uh, if your boss didn't say the N word to your face, because the N word was said at my job, by the way, but um, uh, then nothing happened to you, you know. So wow. this is the issue that I'm coming up against. I mean, even in, for example, the the court, you know, proceedings. I don't really have, like, there's no real way for me to get a fair deal here, because again, I um, American companies run the show, and also, even for example, they didn't even have a court reporter. The judge or the adjudicator—they call it an adjudicator. The adjudicator was taking notes, like you're in school. Remember when we were in yeah. school, what? just taking hand—yeah. No- There was no court reporter. So, so many things he just missed. What in the world? Exactly. Discovery. Because it's not really a court. It's, you know, so there's no discovery. So we can't even ask them, okay, give us all the people, for example, give us every single person that applied for the job. Their race, their demographic, all of it. You know, we can't ask for that. My legal team can't ask for that. So it's basically a situation of, it's me against them, it's David and Goliath, (laughs) you know what I mean? There's no way for me to get a fair deal in this sort of environment. And they know that. And that's why I think as well what enticed American companies to come here. Because
0: they can get away with murder, pretty
2: much. Yeah, they can get away with the things. See, this, okay, so this lawsuit that I have against VMware, this would have been a slam dunk in the U.S especially in California, especially in California. But here in Ireland, nope. it's not a slam dunk because they can get away with anything here. Mm,
0: mm, mm. Wow. It's
1: it's hard to like process and think about. Like you just said, like what you just said, all of what you said, it's kind of like, it's hard to wrap your mind around because we as Americans have a different view, right? So we're thinking of it as, like, oh, well, that's automatic. Like, they should automatically just, like, shut down the whole company because that's just racist and terrible. Either, but, but still, least, like, like, you saying you don't really have any type of chance anyway, it's sad and it's depressing. And so, like, what do you think or what, do you, what would you, like, really, for to happen like at the end of everything
2: i really want these companies to stop paying lip service to diversity i want people that are different or quote unquote different i want people that are quote unquote different are quote unquote not the right color not the right gender not the right you know sexual orientation whatever not the right whatever quote unquote I want us to have a sh- I want us to have a fair deal here I want us to i want us to not be at a disadvantage just because of really an accident of birth and I don't like to use the term accident but you know what I mean by that yeah, yeah. um I'm tired of this and I'm tired of the hypocrisy I'm tired of all of these companies, not just vmware I'm tired of these companies you know putting up black faces on their you know, uh, websites, but they don't actually hire us. I'm tired of them, you know, changing their logo to, you know, an LGBTQ plus um, flag. Yet, that's interesting. I have never met a trans person who I worked with in any company, actually, any company. Yet, for example, Black trans women have a life expectancy of 30 years. I'm tired of the hypocrisy. I'm tired of it not being, I'm tired of the games, and I, I don't want it anymore. And this is why I decided to file the lawsuit. This is why I decided to take the first step so that everybody else, other people that maybe you know didn't feel empowered, maybe they didn't feel like they had any sort of chance, I want. I took the first step so that they could do it, so they can go get themselves some justice. And th- I mean, this is basically why I'm, ba- you know, wringing myself out to dry with this. Um, and this is what I want. And I know that's pie in the sky. But I just can't, I-, I can't be in this world anymore and not be and just be going along like everything's OK.
0: Right. Right. That. But that's good, though, because uh that's usually how it starts you know people they just go along with things because they feel like you know they have no voice you are fighting Mm -hmm. Goliath you're fighting the whole country you're fighting corporations but usually when people see other folks stand up it gives them power to be like okay well maybe I can as well and you can start something so I definitely commend what you're doing and Hopefully, if anything, it would just like we said, empower other people and and give them hope that you know things don't have to stay this way, especially in Ireland, where it's like ninety some percent white um, I didn't even know that, like I don't know, I mean, I figured it was mainly white people, yeah, you but really not, that many, but not ninety four percent
1: you know what I'm saying, like I didn't even think it would be that much. I knew it was white people, but
2: it's huge much. it's i mean, but it's also a reason why. And of course, I don't have the statistics on this, but I could imagine this is why white South Africans love coming here. They've moved here and drove. Oh, wow. Of course, I mean, obviously, you know? So in my head, it all makes sense. You know, I've had white people ask me what part of Africa I come from with this big American (laughs) accent that I have. And I just tell them California, that's the part. That's yeah. the part of Africa I came from. I mean, these people, the amount of ignorance is, I mean, I have a friend, she's not black, but she, I have a friend who's also American. She yeah. graduated from MIT. MIT, right. it is in the last 10 years, it has been ranked number one on the QS, top universities list world list mm-hmm. global list Do you know she can't even she's worked with NASA she is she has a doctorate from MIT in mathematics wow. she can't even get a job in her field here in Ireland because she doesn't have a degree from an Irish institution What? let me and let me put that in context for you the top Irish institution here is Trinity. Trinity on that same list that MIT is ranked one, mm-hmm. Trinity is ranked 101. <laughs> they don't even have a university on the top 100 list.
0: So they going to possibly make her go back to school to even have to? You know what that reminds me of? Those
1: company towns that we were talking about before. And, like, how... These corporations will go to places that don't have access to a lot of resources and will basically just put them into the company so that they can work for them. And then they'll also create schools uh, within that same town and and, uh, grocery stores and all of these things because the companies are the ones that have access to the resources, right? And so people just continue on being propagated. Like propaganda just keeps fueling everything.
2: Exactly. But also it's not even as well mapped out (laughs) if I could say that because the schools here are still not top. Education here is not amazing at all by any stretch of the imagination. Um, You have a housing shortage. So you have all these workers that don't have a place to live. You know, you have this plate. This was not thought out. The architects of that Celtic tiger, by attracting these American companies, this was not thought out at all.
0: So I have a a question. So if the schools and stuff aren't uh, great, who is getting the job? Like, is it still mainly Irish people or is it uh, white immigrants from other countries?
2: No, it's mainly they 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 basically or at least from what I could glean from the numbers from the numbers of, you know, upper management and things like that. It looks from what I could glean was that the top jobs are earmarked for Irish people. Okay, and I mean, even to that point, for example, black foreign um, people in this country, so myself, people like myself. We are five times more likely to be unemployed in our field Whoa. than any other group. We're also, conversely, the um, the minority group that is more likely to be educated above um, um, a bachelor degree. make that make sense, that's the Exca- same thing in Memphis. Exactly, exactly. We are more likely to be discriminated against, but we're also more likely to be educated. We are, and Black Irish people, so Black people that were born here or they have an Irish passport or an Irish parent or parents, they are two times more likely. So, to be unemployed. To be unemployed. For example, and another example here in Ireland, in um, guess how many black teachers they have at the professor level, at, uni- at the university level.
0: It can't be hardly anybody. What? No,
1: I was thinking five. <laughs> how big is Ireland? Now you got me trying to figure out these Ireland statistics. I'm going to figure out like. And
2: Ireland is um, of, of, approximately five million people. So it's not that big but it should be big enough to hire more than one black person as a professor and also and and i know her by the way she's fabulous she's wonderful um but also for example um ireland but but then again conversely you'll have these institutions here in ireland that are teaching you know um uh race uh things like that you'll have these institutions that are teaching black history and guess who's teaching it a white irish person. No.
0: Uh... Yes. Wow. So now that you you put everything in context, then it then your case to me your case looks couldn't drive.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's but that's what I was saying. If this was in the US, this wouldn't even been. This wouldn't even gone this far. Yeah. You know, because this is slammed up. This is so obvious what it is, you know? But, again, I'm here having to fight this in Ireland because this is truly the land that time forgot, you know? And maybe yeah. that was by design. Maybe that was why one of the factors why these American companies came here. Because they could do things that they couldn't do back home. <laughs> maybe. Oh, for sure. For you sure. know? But, um, but, yeah, so this is why, again, I'm taking this case. I already knew there's no way I'm going to win because... Mm-hmm. I mean, white supremacy, I mean, we always talk about, glo- uh, you know, white supremacy, and I think a lot of people understand white supremacy in the American context. But what people don't understand is white supremacy is global. Yeah. And whilst the Irish at a time were not considered white by the English, <laughs> um, that time is long since gone. Yeah. On the current apparatus on the current white supremacist apparatus they are white now so they have been imbued with whiteness which is another term for power so we as black people or or, you know anyone who's different we are at a disadvantage living here and working here and just trying to live our lives
0: that's the thing. You never even hear about Black Irish people or pe- Black people living in Ireland or even Ireland in general. That's why I didn't even know what Ireland even does. <laughs> but um, yeah. I'm glad that you made it plain to us and like kind of opened our eyes up to mm-hmm. it because I wouldn't have known what was going on over there. We uh, know imperialism is global,
1: but it just doesn't like and white it, without supremacy. yeah and white supremacy and colonialism. We know that's global, but looking at it like in that. Perspective and seeing all the statistics And stuff is definitely different Than just saying okay well imperialism Colonialism is Spread wide you know like It's people that are actually being Effective in in regards Obviously. to this Yeah, yeah.
0: I, and and Yeah like I said thank you for telling your Story and now I'm gonna Actually like look into this history of Ireland now cause you got me on this little I'm Rabbit Ireland. hole we're gonna <laughs> <not even> become <laughs> Ireland historians I wanna know what's up um, but yeah, thank you so much Alice said We'll definitely spread your story and Continue to spread it Like we said, hopefully this can embolden other people In your area uh, to speak up about it Because we of course will be speaking up About it with you, helping you share Whatever it is you need us to share And get out uh, Absolutely uh, Is there anything you wanted to share? Shout out, anything?
2: Um, no, really. I just wanted to try to get this as much out there as humanly possible. Um, because again, I want to be able to embolden other people. Um, my, my lawsuit might not be successful and most likely won't, but, um, I'm going to keep fighting as much as I can, as long as I have breath (laughs) to fight. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and hopefully it'll empower other people to get themselves some justice because they deserve it
0: absolutely absolutely all right guys so this has been building our power this is gabby and katie and allison and make sure you hit us up at building our pwr on all social media channels and i think that's pretty much it we're out